Week nine of the high school football season. We are so close as we get ready to make our run to the playoffs. And we got a lot of big games with playoff implications. That's coming up next on week nine of the Prep Zone Preview. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. And what's up and what's good, everybody? I am weekend sports anchor Jack Patterson running solo, welcoming you to week nine of the Prep Zone preview. As always, presented by Ken Nugent, and we've got a big slate of games coming your way this week. And, you know, this season has been... Never had a dull moment, it seems like. We've had a lot of incredible games. Some teams coming out of nowhere, and they are still rolling as we get ready to make the turn to home in the regular season. So without any further ado, let's get started. We'll start on Thursday night in Georgia. One of those teams that have made a big impact, the Northside Patriots. They got a big region matchup against the Northgate Vikings at Connect Stadium. And this Northside team, we know we talk so much about Malachi Hosley. But this team as a whole, both offense and defense, has really shown up and risen to the occasion this year. Third year under head coach Andrew Oropesa. And this team right now, only one loss on the year. And they can get past Northgate. It will put them in a great spot for a potential region championship. I don't know. I can't tell you off the top of my head whether Northside has ever won a region title in football. So this will be history making for the Northside Patriots. Big one on Thursday night. If they can get the win over Northgate, it sets them up real nicely as we, like I said, make the turn for home. We're in mid-October already. And then another big game on Thursday. This one on the road down in Albany. Hardaway making the trip to go play Westover. And this Hardaway team, we've seen them be extremely scrappy. Their record may not show it, but this team has been extremely scrappy all year long. And this is a big matchup. We're talking about a team in Westover Along with Shaw, all three of these teams are kind of tied right now for the last two spots, playoff spots in that region. So a win for Hardaway can go a long way in determining whether they're going to be playing in November in the playoffs. So a big-time test on the road at a place that's normally hard to play. Hugh Mills Stadium down in Albany, if the Hawks can come out of there with a win, it would do wonders for their playoff chances. So we'll keep track of that one as well. Let's go over to Friday and a big matchup at Class 3A, the Carver Tigers taking on Chris County at A.J. McClellan Memorial Stadium. And, you know, the Carver Tigers, we've seen them kind of grow up before our eyes. We saw it in the offseason in the trenches that Rex Castillo did. And then we've seen it so far this year. Last week, a tough one-point loss on the road at an always tough environment to play in in Thomasville. And then the tragedy that happened for the team after the game where one of their um, players lost three of, their, three of his family members. So definitely thoughts and prayers going out to the team and to that player as they try to – you know, regroup and they face a tough Chris County team who is always one of the better teams in Class 3A. A win here is paramount for Carver as, you know, they do have that one blemish now. So they got to be able to get the win here if they want to host a home playoff game in the uh, first round of the playoffs. So a big-time test coming up for Chris County, I mean, for Carver against Chris County, that's going to be at A.J. McClellan Memorial Stadium on Friday. Now, another big matchup, this kind of in Class 1A, the Manchester Blue Devils, who's kind of, you know, they've cracked the top 10 in Class 1A Division 2 now, and they've really impressed a lot of people, myself included, you know, what they did to Macon County a couple weeks ago, and now... They're facing Greenville. It's the big rivalry up there in Meriwether County. They're the only two 
big schools in that county facing off. And, you know, this is a big game, not just for Manchester, but for Greenville, too. Greenville is on the on the um, playoff fringe right now in that region. So a win for Greenville would be just as big as a win for Manchester. Manchester, they got to be careful. Can't look too far in the um, – too look out too far. They got that huge game with Slime County coming up next week. So definitely got to take care of business on Friday night in order to make that game matter next week. So definitely a one to keep an eye on down in Meriwether County. Now, let's stay in that same region, but go down to Chatco, where the Chatco Panthers will host Marion County. And Chatco, they have, you know, at this point in the season, they've got to pick up some wins here in order to, you know, make sure, you know, keep their playoff hopes alive. You know, they had a tough loss against Sly County. You know, you still got Manchester to play. Got to be able to pick up these wins against a Marion County team that has struggled this year. So if they can pick up that win at home, that's going to do wonders for their playoff hopes. And they still have a shot at getting a home playoff game. So definitely, definitely, definitely a must-win situation for the Panthers at Panther Stadium on Friday night. And then the Callaway Cavaliers, a team that nobody's really talking about. You know, they suffered those three losses earlier in the season against just top tier talent. I mean, you you fall to uh, Opelika, and they had to come back and win that game. You fall to Troop County, who's number, ranked fourth in Class Four A now and still undefeated. And you fall to Cedartown, who's ranked number one in Class Four A. So you know, not bad teams to lose to. So, and I know a lot of people, you know, kind of hit the panic button and say, you know, it's not the same Callaway. And then Callaway has not lost ever since, and now they've recracked the top ten. And, you know, especially after that big win over Columbia, now they have an opportunity. They're facing Towers this week where they control their own destiny to win this region. If they win out, if they run the table, they'll be region champions again. So do not count out this Callaway Cavalier team. I know it was, you know, the trendy thing to do at the beginning of the season when they were going through those struggles. But you got to understand that Pete Wiggins is not going to schedule, you know, a cakewalk. So, all three of those teams that they lost to are probably going to make deep playoff runs. So definitely an opportunity, you know, lessons learned from those losses and you're starting to see it pay dividends for Callaway. Now, you know, when you're talking about playing up, punching up and weight in all three of those, all, all three of those games, an opportunity to learn and, you know, get better. And now you're starting to see it pay off at class two a for the Callaway Cavaliers, you know, still got that big test with Eagles landing Christian coming up later this month. But if they can hold serve the rest of the way, you'll be saying that the Cavaliers are region champs once again. Now going back to class four, a another big matchup down there with Shaw hosting Bainbridge on Friday night. Now Shaw is like I mentioned earlier in that same gaggle with Hardaway and Westover, on teams at the, you know, trying to, you know, get into the playoffs. You know, Hardaway and Westover face off. So, face off this um, Thursday. No, yeah, Thursday. So, if Shaw could get a win against Bainbridge, who I believe is currently leading the region, if they can get a win there, you know, that would be a huge, huge pick-me-up and a huge statement for Shaw as they're trying to punch their way back to the playoffs for the first time in a few years. You know, what this team has done, you know, we've talked – you know, we've talked all about it. If you know the you know the story by now, but if you don't, you can check it out on WRBL.com. But what this team has overcome and now to put themselves selves in position to where all they gotta do is go out and win games. If they can get it done, you know, against a game Bainbridge squad, one of the better teams in the state, if they can get it done, 
They'll be looking pretty for the playoffs. Now let's go over to Alabama. One of those undefeated teams that we talked about, the Borgar Hornets, still undefeated. A huge showdown as they make the trip to Lionville to face Central or Clay County. And this Borgar team, you know, we've talked about it, head coach Justin Jones, you know, the blueprint. And you're seeing the results of the blueprint now. We're seeing a team that they haven't been this good since they made that run with LaDamian Webb a few years ago to win the Class 5A state championship. I want to say that was 2016. You know, you're seeing a lot of talent over at Borgard, and the guys just, the will to win. You know, they've won it pretty. They've won it, you know, in the trenches. They've won it close. You know, they've run, won it in comebacks. They've won it pretty much every way that you can. So to see this team continually progressing better you know that should be a sign for two things one look out for this team in the playoffs and two to look out for this team in the future as the years go on because you know this is year two for coach jones and to already see this kind of improvement that should be scary for everybody in east alabama and as well as across the state of class 5a and another big this one is a non-region matchup you got brookstone going on the road to Crawford County, you know, Brookstone, their comeback attempt against Pacelli in the battle for the Pacelli Jug game came up just short. But, you know, to see what, you know, to have the wherewithal, they were down, I want to say, 22 nothing at one point and came back to make it 29-21 at the end. You're talking about a team, this is a different team. You know, we saw them start airing the ball out and they were starting to make some moves. You know, that's what kind of changed the trajectory of the game against Pacelli. So I really want to see if Brookstone sticks with that passing attack. If they do, I think it's, there's few teams in the state in the GIAA that can hang with them. Speaking of one of the teams that I think could hang with them is the team that knocked them off last week. Pacelli, they're going on the road to Strong Rock and this Pacelli team. Only one loss on the season. They just keep on rolling. And, you know, now you're in the region play. You know, you start thinking, you know, you get a win on Friday night. You can start thinking region championships. So definitely want to keep an eye out on the Pacelli Vikings as we start, like I said, to make the turn for home in the regular season. They're going to be a team to watch as we start to go into the playoffs. And then one last team before we go, the Smith Station Panthers. They'll be playing on Saturday as they take on Jeff Davis in Montgomery. And Smith Station, you know, we've seen them just fight, you know, against, you know, against some of the biggest teams in the class of, in the state of Alabama in Class 7A. You know, they gave Opelika a game last week. They knocked off Prattville. You know, this is a team that you, you just know they're going to give you their best shot. You know, whether it – you know, whether it's a win or a loss, you know that you're going to get their best. And that's something you get, you can't say about everyone. So definitely, you know, keeping an eye out on Smith Station as they you know, still got an outside shot to make the playoffs, but you got to win this game against Jeff Davis, which they probably should. So if they can get it done, you know, you still hang on to that outside hope of maybe being able to sneak in. That win at Prattville is a big, big help because you at least got the head-to-head tiebreaker with them if you do end up tied. So definitely keeping an eye on the Panthers where the season, you know, is still going on for them. They still got a lot to play for, and you still got, you know, a few big games down the line. They end the season with Auburn, so Definitely opportunity is there for Smith Station. And our prep zone tailgate game of the week. What else? Auburn Central. These Whenever these two teams meet, it's just like lightning strikes. You know, it's usually one of the better games of the season. And you have two teams who have 
you know, just play incredible competition. You're talking about an Auburn team who's played a Hoover team and beat them in Montgomery. And you're talking about a central team who played IMG and gave them everything they wanted a couple, a couple weeks ago. This Auburn team undefeated. If they get a win here, you can almost pencil them in for the region championship. It's not a guarantee, but it will make it extremely tough for everyone else. And then you have a central team who still wants to host a home playoff game, a win on Friday night goes a long way to getting that done. And then you just got talent all over the place, whether it's Clyde Pittman or Davis Harson or Ian Nation for Auburn, or you got guys like, you know, Jalen Ebbs and Carmelo English or Romelo Green or A.J. Harris and T.J. Parker on the defense for Central. You know, the stars, the spotlight will be bright at Gary Harris' stadium on Friday night, and I can't wait to see. That is our prep zone game of the week. We will have you covered on that game. Friday night on the prep zone at 11.15 Eastern, 10.15 Central, right here on News 3. And we got a special treat for you guys. I know we kind of wrapped everything up last week, but due to some unforeseen circumstances, you get one more prep zone with Rex Castillo. He'll be manning the ship for me on Friday night. So you'll get to see him back, you know, bringing it in with all you guys as you get all the scores and highlights across the Chattahoochee Valley. That's going to do it for this edition of the Prep Zone Preview. Uh, Axel, if you can go ahead and cue up the closing music, and we'll get this thing wrapped up. You can find us everywhere where your favorite podcasts are found. WRBL.com, Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us there. And then we're also on social media. You can give Rex a follow. You see all his information up there. You can follow me at Jay Patterson TV, WRBL Jack Patterson, and of course, be sure to follow the News 3 Sports accounts at WRBL News 3 on News 3 Sports on Facebook and at WRBL Sports on Twitter. That's going to do it for us for week nine of the Prep Zone preview. We'll see you Friday night on the Prep Zone. And, of course, next week, right back here on All Your Sidelines, presenting the Prep Zone preview, presented by Ken Nietzsche. We'll catch you later, everybody.